Welcome to Make and Decorate, a podcast for makers who love to sew, quilt, and decorate. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Make and Decorate. This is episode 20, and it is a mini-sode. I haven't done a mini-sode in a while, and um, I thought maybe uh, I had a little time this week to get one out, but it's funny because this week is like uber, super duper busy, and here I am wanting to toss in another (laughs) mini-sode. I'm just really excited because, uh, you know, we're just finishing up our first week of February. Yay, we are out of January. Um, So we're out of the deep freeze, that polar vortex, and um, kind of, you know, I kind of see the light at the end of the winter tunnel, although I do appreciate things about winter. And um, I really do love First of all, that there's no bugs or mosquitoes when you go outside. <laughs> but um, I just love the the hibernation um, and the calm that winter kind of brings. And when it does snow, I love that blanket effect. I, it just like muffles all of the sounds of the world out. And it just feels really padded and insulated and quiet. So I do love that part of winter. Um, but I am also looking forward to um, to spring because last year we did not get a spring. We had winter that went well, well into May. I mean, it was really like, you know, a pretty cool start to even summer. So I'm looking forward. We're supposed to have an early spring and let's hope that that really happens. Uh, so on this episode, I've got a couple things to talk about. And um, I was so excited from last week's episode with Sarah Lawson. Um, you know, I, I got so many na- lovely comments from um, the people in the So Sweetness Facebook group. And um, it was so nice and gracious of Sarah to even post a link to my podcast in her group. I really super appreciate that. And um, I'm glad that the people who listened took the time to say they listened and it really meant the world to me so I really so appreciate all of you who um, who commented thank you so much and um, going into this week uh, I just it's weird because um, I don't get notifications when I do get reviews so I just kind of um, sporadically check iTunes um, to see if I've gotten some new reviews. And I actually did get a new review. So thank you so much. Um, and this person put an interesting um, comment on their review. Um, they said that uh, I truly enjoy your content. And I appreciate the fact that you post podcasts frequently. I know this is a lot of work and I completely appreciate that you make my long commute more enjoyable. And thank you. I used to sew home deck and clothes, but now I am only a quilter. I am hoping for more and more quilting content. Well, this is perfect timing because I have got um, a few episodes coming up that are quilting 
and I understand. It's funny because I was just thinking about that, and I wanted, I want to keep it pretty balanced um, on this podcast with um, all types of sewing, uh, but it's not going to focus entirely on just one genre or type of sewing. So uh, quilting is very big in my um, sewing repertoire, I guess you could say. But um, and so you will definitely hear um, quilters on this podcast. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about what I've going on. I've got going on with my quilting projects. But don't worry, never fear, because it's coming. <laughs> um, I've got some cool guests. Um and uh, you uh, know some of these people, and I'm so excited for the opportunity to chat with them on my podcast, and some that you don't know, but that you would love to learn about and, and hear what they do. So that there's lots of great things coming up on the podcast, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for coming back and and following and and subscribing if you subscribe and for commenting all of that just really makes my day and really fills my soul with gratitude and I just love it I love connecting with other people who love to do um the crafting and sewing and quilting that I love to do because we all get each other. <laughs> we're, we're in this thing together and we love it and um, it's fun to talk about. So this week I finally sent off my um, quilt that uh, uh, my commission quilt um, to the long arm quilter. And this is um, a quilt that I've been working on uh, for uh, quite a while since mm, last last summer, and um, it's a king size to the pink butterfly quilt. And I finished the backing and got it all packed up and was sent off today. Uh, this is the first time that I'm sending it out. Like um, I've usually had quilts quilted locally, where you know I just I've driven them to the place where they got quilted so this is the first time where it's like getting shipped like you know priority mail so I've just am a little nervous about it I I definitely though you know did did everything with the tracking numbers and insurance and all that stuff to keep it safe um, so that it makes it to its destination I know people do this all the time, and I know you guys send your quilts to, you know, the various uh, quilt shows when your quilt is being displayed, uh, but I don't know. I think that if you have sent your quilts off, that you kind of um, understand kind of like that little pins and needles feeling um, until you know that your quilt has safely arrived to the destination where it needs to be. Uh, so... Um, yeah, so what I have to do um, in the meantime is um, make the um, binding. I'm going to get that going so that when I get the quilt back, I can just uh, start binding it right away. And I also am um, making uh, an hand-embroidered quilt label. So I don't always make hand-embroidered quilt labels, but... Um, 
This is just something special that I do for this particular customer. Um, it kind of just happened by accident when I um, did this for her um, quilt for her daughter's wedding a few years back, and I thought it would make it really special. And I took um, an element from their wedding invitation. It was um, sort of like a, a branch with leaves, and I think... Um, olives clusters of olives or whatever and uh it was really pretty so i hand embroidered that on there along with all the 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 um script of um, their wedding details uh so since then she just really loves the hand embroidered uh quilt labels uh so i've got another one to do that is what i'm have just gotten off and my quilt table and quilt wall and out and I've started making the baby quilts that need to be done. I've got three of them. So one of them is in process. The top is almost done. I did post on Instagram a picture of part of the top, and I still just need to add some borders to it. And then I, I'm going to machine quilt that one on my own machine because it is um, a smaller size quilt, and I should be able to do that. Um, and then I've got another one to make. This one was for a baby boy, and I've got another one to make for a baby girl. And then the third one is actually uh, for my sister who had her baby in August. So, yeah, I've got a lot of catching up to do. But um, for that quilt, um, that I, I'm actually... The for the first two quilts um, for the baby boy and girl, um, and this is for like a client gift. Um, so I just um, sort of designed those on my own, and um, it's kind of easier to do when you're making baby quilts. You can just kind of like, you know, put together a certain block style or whatever. And I made the this boy one like a really cool star um, block that's a little bit larger in the center. Um, so it looks pretty cool. But for my sister, I am making the Fancy Forest in the baby quilt size by the pattern is by Elizabeth Hartman. So I am looking forward to making that. I have not made that before. And this pattern has been out for quite a while. Um, so it's so cute. And I can't wait to see how that turns out. But um, with this quilt... I have been thinking about how I will quilt it because, you know, you've got the cute little animal faces on there. And um, I think I want to sort of do some interesting quilting around the faces and sort of, you know, kind of make them special and pop out and accentuate the features a little bit more. And I ran across this um, YouTube channel and um, it's it's called um, it's the quilter's name. Her name is Natalia Bonner, and I'll put that in the show notes. And her she is actually um, I think it's, she's called a a gamel quilt artist, but she is a long arm quilter and she uses a gamel uh, machine. And her videos are beautiful. They're very they're very good and she has a series of quilting this fancy forest quilt so it's really cool I got some interesting ideas like I like how um, she did sort of this little feather 
design inside the bunny's ears. Oh, it's so cute. And then just some outline quilting and um, other things. So um, I'm really enjoying watching those. She does like one um, block, I guess, per episode. And uh, it's just interesting to see her process and and she makes it look so easy. So I'm sure by the time like when I start to go do this, <laughs> uh, it's not going to be as easy as I think it is. But um, take a look at that channel. It's really cool. She's she's really a good quilter and she has a website and she has a quilt ruler that she sells. So um, and I have not done any ruler quilting at all. I've only done machine quilting like with a walking foot and I've done some limited free motion quilting. So I guess, you know, the next step would be to try the ruler quilting. So if any of you have done some ruler quilting on your domestic sewing machines, I'd really love to hear from you. I'd like to like to know how that goes and what you think about it and how you like it. And if it's easy enough to catch on, um, it looks interesting. I've seen Angela Walters do um, ruler quilting as well. So um, it looks like it's doable. Um, just another just another one of those learning curves to uh, to try out. Uh, what else? So I do have some new uh, quilting notions that I just got. And uh, this one I have not tried out yet. Uh, this would have come in handy. In fact, this is what prompted me to order this. <laughs> the working on the half square triangles that I just did for this baby quilt. And I have seen this around. It's called Clearly Perfect Angles. And it's like, it's like one of those like window, it reminds me of um, those window cling films, like when you decorate your window with stuff. Um, uh, it's like a little plastic um, template and this one lays on the bed of your sewing machine around your sewing foot and it has the 45 degree angle lines on either side of the sewing foot and then it's got a couple of solid lines with a quarter inch um, and a dotted line you know for seam allowance spacing so um, I'm looking forward to trying this out because this may eliminate having to, I think it's supposed to eliminate having to draw the two lines on either side of center on each of the half square triangle blocks. So this one, you can just use this um, this guide, these guidelines, and sew your half square triangles with, uh, yeah, really easy. So I'm just looking at the paper, but I haven't tried it out yet. So I will report back um, after trying this. And if anyone else has tried it, let me know success or not success. Um, but I'm looking forward to trying that out. And I jumped on the bandwagon of the mini wonder clips because they're so darn cute. And um, I got those. They are cute. Are they, you know, end all be all necessary notion no the regular size wonder clips are those the mini ones they're really cute and I see them being you know very helpful with maybe some English paper piecing or if you're doing the mini um, mini uh, patchwork piecing um, I think that they would be really good at that but um, 
again, I haven't really used them that often, so I'll report back on the usefulness of those as well. But they are so cute, though. And we love cute things in our sewing room because they bring us joy and happiness. At least it does for me. <laughs> I also finally broke down and got some Ulfa Endurance Rotary Blades. I have heard mostly all good things about these blades and how they're really worth the investment. Um, and they do outlast the standard rotary blades. So I hope that that is the case. I'm sure it is because... Um, you know, that's that's the word around town. Uh, so those are, oh, and I got one other thing. Um, I got these, uh, you know, because your quilting and sewing pins, they don't last forever, just like seam rippers. They get dull over time. And I've noticed that my um, my pins were starting to bend and kind of definitely, you know, they're getting dull when they sort of snag your fabrics because the tips just, you know, they're piercing through these fabrics and you use them over and over again. They do get dull. Um, I do have, I've made a couple of pin cushions that do have the walnut shells inside of them and they are supposed, supposedly supposed to sharpen your pins and needles that you pierce the pin cushion with. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I really noticed anything yet with that, but <laughs> I got the, these clover marble glass head pins and, um, they only come 20 pins per pack, so I got three packs of those. But um, I, I wanted to invest in a better quality pin, and I love glass head pins too. So um, I have been using those all week, and they are very nice. They just glide through your fabric, and um, the little swirly marble head glass marble heads are really pretty too. So I do like those. And... Um, yeah, so that's it with the notions. Oh, one other thing I've been working on is um, I've been trying out some hand embroidery on cork fabric. And uh, I tried it without any stabilizers. And so far, so good. I'm just doing a um, kind of like a, a, a backstitch for um, it's just text. And it's a one color thread. So, so far, it's working pretty well. The hardest thing that I have um, found was just getting the right marking tool um, that would um, mark onto this cork without being too indelible. So I can't use a friction pen. It's black, so I really had to find white. And some of the white um, chalk pencils weren't really working on there. And so, and I needed it to be more of an of a pencil form versus, you know, the, um, the roller chalk thing works really nicely on the cork, but um, I needed to be able to write onto it. So I'm sort of half doing this where I can hardly see what I've written on there. And what I found I had like this, this actually I had this wax, um, wax pencil. So that that marked it a little bit where I could see, but sort of kind of like flying my seat of my pants on that one and and it's partially improv partially what I can see so um hopefully I'll get done with that this weekend yeah so that's all for this week for this mini sewed uh next week uh there'll be a full length episode and I am so excited it I my guest is going to be Francis O'Rourke Dowell yay Francis, can you believe it? The Off-Kilter Quilt podcast and 
author, novelist, quilter. I mean, this woman is just unbelievably talented, and I had such a great conversation with her. So be looking out for that episode next Thursday on Valentine's Day. All right. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing. And please, if you haven't done so already, rate and review the podcast. Uh, It really, really helps. And I so appreciate any and all comments that you guys take the time to make. Uh, Enjoy the upcoming weekend and we'll uh, talk with you next time. Bye.